<laughs> lack of consistency will burn me will kill me because i can actually remember how many times i was like you know i'm going to be recording telling myself i will record podcasting i will be sharing what i'm experiencing blah 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 see me months later that's when i'm popping up here saying that i have things to talk i'm not serious but anyways i hope everybody is doing all right with this ongoing pandemic and i know like okay for me in tanzania just thrown down people are out there partying like nothing happened but yes we're still like we're told to keep keep taking precautions but yeah let me tell you let me gist you the the two months oh was it wait was it two months two months that i was not able to go out let me tell you let me tell you <laughs> why do i keep on saying let me tell you let me let me get to the gist yo sometimes you forget that you have issues to take care of and the moment that all your distractions are done your mind comes back and reminds you of the things you should take care of like the things you've been pushing them down down in your spine let's say your spine or your heart like the things that you don't want to talk about completely the time that you're not distracted you're with yourself you meet yourself once again that's when they come up and you're forced to deal with them and yo for a very long time i finally decided to take part of whatsoever that i was experiencing and whenever i talked about it i experienced mini panic attacks like i couldn't breathe well it's like you know when you're you're arguing with someone for me when i'm arguing or i'm having a debate with someone my adrenaline just rush up and i can't breathe and i'm like you know you need to catch your breath really and it's it's not really a good sign because this is what i've been avoiding and what I've avoided actually resulted to these small panic attacks. In the beginning, I never had them, but then as I kept on hiding and pushing things that I didn't want to talk about, these were the consequences. And let me tell you, self-doubt, self-doubt is real. And, you know, you can say, okay, self-doubt, it's an easy piece. Like, you know, nobody will take it seriously, but... <laughs> don't know how to keep it or to put it in words but to be honest self-doubt is a killer of things a killer of career a killer of joy you know sometimes you sit down what i've experienced rather i will see a job post and i'm like oh i fit you know i'm good fit you look at the requirements and the stuff they need and you actually believe that you know once you apply this you can like you may get the, the position but then after a few seconds of being positive your mind triggers a negative side of you that tells you girl are you for real there's no way you're gonna get this job yani uh-uh why are you wasting your time there are better people out there better people than you relax yourself you're wasting your time and then your choice to ever listen to the negative side of you or the positive side of you and for
for me, I had been listening to the negative side of it for a very, very long time. And this accelerated my self-doubt issue to be a little bit complex. And I looked it up online. And for some reason, it linked to the imposter syndrome. It felt a little bit serious, really, because I was like, what? Imposter syndrome? Mind you, imposter syndrome is not a mental illness. It's not. But um, the things that you get to experience can bring or result to depression or anxiety for some reason. <laughs> but self-doubt is when you think that you cannot do something even if you feel like you have the skill not even when you feel you do have the skills to do something you're worried that you might get exposed for something that you're good at funny okay let me let me give you a short story or let me just explain briefly how this self-doubt or imposter syndrome actually works um for instance at work it happened mostly at work workplaces let's say so you're given a task there are two ways how you're going to react on that task you might be very excited or maybe you can be a procrastinator so when i say you're overly excited is when you decide to do it at that particular time like you you're trying to beat the deadline like you don't want to to be pressured you want to finish on time right so the two sides of you one one will try their best to finish the task on time and um, submit the task for a project whatsoever and then the other you that who procrastinates I'm not even finishing the name right here. <laughs> the one that procrastinates takes their time yani, to finish the, the task so the first per- the, the first you to finish the task on time when it's done well and they're praised for it, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, hard work pays, yes, hard work pays, and you get praised, you know what I mean? And they're like, yes, hard work pays. And then the second view procrastinating, they, when they get to submit the, the project and they succeed, they're like, oh my God, that was luck. Huh? I'm lucky this time. All right. Both scenarios whatsoever, you have succeeded, all right? And you, you people are like oh you did great you did good oh my god yes and then deep down you're like wait are they are they praising me so that they cannot have my feelings you don't actually grasp the idea that you are actually good at it you act you're questioning your goodness you're questioning your skills you're like uh-uh you, let's say you're downsizing your praises because you you feel like people are actually being nice to you because they don't want to hurt your feelings. But on a real note, people are actually praising you because you did a good work. Alright. So you down you downsize your praises. And then after that, once you downsize your praises, you you're worried for some very stupid reasons, thinking that okay, I was lucky getting past that. I was lucky finishing that project well. But what if they actually realize that I'm not really good at it? Like you're good at something, but you still doubt your skills because you you believe that, 
okay it's true that out there they say there's, there's you know you feel like you're beautiful but there's the most beautiful woman that than you okay you feel like you're skilled you know stuff like that but there's there are more skilled women than you but then again that doesn't mean that you should downgrade or look down to yourself so that's how imposter syndrome works you get a task you do it well you succeed you finish it well people praise you but then you downsize you downsize the praises you don't believe that you can actually do it and then later on you feel like you're you're a fraud you know and it's the most it's the most i don't even have words to express it but self-doubt like i feel like i'm a fraud i feel like i don't deserve the success that i'm going for i feel like my skills that i've acquired throughout the years of my working time i feel like that they're nothing and people out there are living their lives and i'm just stuck you know the feeling of getting stuck and you're stuck and you're willing to actually move but then there's another feeling another thing a negative vibe telling you that huh, the skills that you have what do you, who will take you who you know and that, that that that's the most hurtful thing like you you see yourself somewhere but then your own self presses you down you know makes you feel like you're nothing i really don't have the words to express it but you're your own enemy and it's in your hands to actually rise above it if you if you let it eat you up it can eat you up real well and okay but if you choose to rise above it can be hard it can be hard you know person will be like oh surround yourself with the positive people i mean you will do that you will do that surround yourself with bill gates modelji dangote the real but the demons inside your head will never let you be unless it starts with you until when you're like you know what i can do it and you actually push down the negative voice that keeps on telling you that you cannot do I realized that I was experiencing imposter syndrome when I decided to take a short course, a three weeks course, which I made to finish on the last week um, from University of Southern Queensland. And I wanted to, to compare the situations that they're experiencing to mine. And, hmm, you know, I, as I said before, I read it on Google and self-doubt did link to imposter syndrome and that had me want to learn more about imposter syndrome and it's not like something um how should i say it? it's not something it's not po- 
I'm trying to find the proper word. I'm trying to find the proper word. Imposter syndrome is not something new. It's been there. People have been experiencing it. And funny how you would not even think in a million years Michelle Obama had experienced imposter syndrome. Um, who else? There's so Oprah. They have experienced that. Sometimes you just feel like, you know what, you're not good enough. Maya Angelo. And even like she was among of the people, like a case study. She talked about it. They have so rest in peace. She felt like she felt like a fraud writing her poems. Her writings. You know, she felt like nobody's gonna read them. Like who's gonna read who's gonna read my art? Who's going to understand my art? By then, at the end of the day, you know what? She was like, I'm gonna write it, and people are gonna love it because I'm good. Even Albert Einstein, he suffered from imposter syndrome. So it is something that people experience, but it's just the degree of how you go through it and how you tackle it. And the fact that I used to get panic attacks while talking about it, that also maybe question about like how bad is this like how bad should i get myself out of this dungeon or black hole that i'm trying to sink into and it wasn't easy another thing that actually opened my eyes is patricia kihoro's vlog her first wait is it her first or second vlog after a year of her disappearing i think it's the second the beginning the, oh no, in her two vlogs, the first one that she had posted after a year, and the second one, the second one, yes, and there's another one that she actually, she did, it's called, uh, I think it's, it's called My my Art Broke My Heart, I think it's the name, she talked about how one person told her, like, what did, what did the person say? yeah like the person told her that because she, she she's a singer so she's in the studio and that person told her like ah your voice like you have to change this then this and that like she knew that she was a great singer but that little criticism that she she had received it went the long way you know i don't know how to keep it like yes you do do accept constructive criticism but the way that person told her is like you will always be the second option you know something like that i think yeah if i remember so correctly so from her thinking that she was the best whatever that she thought after it made her the second place like there will be a competition and she wouldn't win that thing that man's word that man man oh God, my english is even living chat that man that man's words haunted her and it deprived her from her greatness and the fact you know the the magic about this thing is like you get to talk about it talk about it so that it can come out of your system talk about it so you can you can work on it talk about it so you can actually get support from the people that love you and for me apart from telling it to my mom i told my friends and they understood me 
and even they comforted me telling me that it's going to be alright and that means a lot it means the world from the people that you love and yeah for some for my, my other friends actually noticed that I was down I was down for like two weeks straight and they noticed and then again one thing I was also scared of is I'd be in my room reading my articles in my assignments writing stuff and I would start crying for no reason and then I'll just you know snap out of it I was just having episodes <laughs> it was ridiculous really and I am glad I've dealt with it I can't say fully because yes I am still experiencing self-doubt regular self-doubt like I, I might bake a cake and it will be good and a person would actually be like yo a cake is good and I'm like really lies yeah it's not that good you know I'm downsizing my praises and that's the thing that I'm willing to work on because if I do get a compliment that yo your cake is the bomb I should say yes thank you I'm trying my best you know take it positively instead of like ah lies hmm. you're just saying it so you cannot hurt my feelings it's okay you can tell me the truth like why why do I have to be so happy myself why can I not agree that yes I do have the skills and yes I'm good at it you know so yes so these are the struggles that I'm totally sure that I'm not the only one experiencing and whoa it is not easy so to wind up my little podcast maybe a confusing one yet a quite little rant <laughs> I would like to tell my my fellow ladies yourself sometimes but it's also your choice to rise above it or let it consume you and once it does consume you it's not a good thing because coming out of it isn't isn't easy so if you have your self-doubt battles that you're experiencing thinking that ah my three-year three-year experience is not enough like I do you feel useless you know whatever that you do whatever milestone that you've crossed honey it means everything because let me tell you people people are looking for what you have it could be small could be big but it's a lot people people don't actually people lack things uh-huh. but the fact that you have it you have a roof on top of your head you know people who love you job you have a business you have ideas you have friends you're working on your thing some people don't even have that and also comparison is a thief of joy you should never compare yourself to other people and another thing that makes self-doubt a ridiculous thing is comparison you're always comparing yourself to your fellow youths your fellow just realize that everybody is on their own journey you have different cases you know 
know one trick that I did? Get yourself a very nice scented candle. And whenever you're feeling down, light that candle around. Let that aura, the aura, the aroma, the scent engulf your room. And it will, it will somehow relax you. And that's what I've been doing. I got um, a caramel popcorn scented candle. And let me tell you, whenever I'm from work or on a Sunday and I'm feeling a little bit, uh, you know what? can do it wait if i can do it you can do it right and if you need to talk to anybody talk to the person that you know will actually listen and help you don't talk to anybody don't don't just talk to just anybody talk to someone that will understand you hold you and comfort you but someone will be like hey hey even me even me because you know what Sometimes you don't even want someone who will tell you that oh your situation isn't mine so that they can make you feel better. No. You need you just need a listening ear to listen to you and that's it. That's great enough. So Alright, I hope this opens wait, opens what? Uh-uh. I hope that you liked it. Yeah. I know you did. It's okay. <laughs> but again, I hope I will try. Wait, I hope I will try. Hmm. I hope I'll be consistent next time. I just, okay. To be honest, last week has been a little bit. Has been, has been what? Busy. Has been busy. Has been busy somehow. But I will try best not to forget this side of me. This other part. This mm-hmm. my little corner. Huh? Alright, love you and take care of yourself. And remember, comparison is a thief of joy and self-doubt is a killer. And process is real. You're not alone. If Michelle Obama experienced it, Oprah, my uncle, and they over kill it. Why not you? Why do you think you're weak? You're not. And wait, I'm glad. <laughs> you're a bag of diamonds, so mm-hmm. diamonds and all the glittering things. You're a, you are ev- you who you're a I don't even have words for you, but you're amazing. Like, don't you ever forget that? Right? Adios. Mm-hmm.